Knowledge is the fuel that powers intelligent buying and selling. So get a quick recharge with me, Ron Edwards, Master Sommelier and Director of Wine Education for Winebow, Fine Wine, and Spirits. Welcome back to WineSmart. This is episode one of a three-part series on the influence of volcanic soils on the final wine style, especially as it pertains to the presence of minerality. My experts are Mary Tassari, co-owner of Suavia in the region of Suave. She's one of three sisters who manage this amazing family estate in the town of Fita. Second, we have Santi Natola, brand ambassador for Cantina Nicosia, a family-owned winery and one of the oldest wineries within the Etna DOC of Sicily. And finally, we have Yanis Paraskevopoulos, co-founder and winemaker of Yea Estate in Nemea and Santorini, Greece, as well as a PhD in Anology. Let's join the conversation. Mary, welcome to the podcast. So glad to have you here. Thank you. Uh, what, what are the specific variations of volcanic soil in the Suavia vineyards by age, origin, and color? When we talk about volcanic wines in Italy, we always think of a great volcanoes in the south. But actually, there are many other areas in Italy with volcanic soil where they're often formed in the Asian areas by the activity of volcanoes that are now extinct. So this doesn't make uh, them uh, and less interesting, quite the opposite. This is the case for Suave. Our wine, our, our winery vineyards are all concentrated in the easternmost part of the Suave classical hills. This area was formed between 60 and 50 million years ago in the Eocene area, thanks to the intense underwater volcanic activity. In fact, geological studies show that during that period, our area looked a bit like the Hawaiian island do today. Everything was covered by a warm, shallow tropical ocean with volcanic atolls here and there, and several small active volcanoes on the seabed. Those eruptions gave rise to the material our wine lie on today. But as you can imagine, this material has undergone significant transformations over the millennia and is currently in a very different state from its original one, especially when we look deeper down. This soil is also extremely fascinating in appearance, with a wide variation in color. In some parts of the hill, we find very red soils in our black and gray basalt while in deeper soil there are shades of yellow and purple. A very interesting point is that these variations are mainly determined by how the magma was formed 50 million years ago. For example, if a magma came out in a marine environment, the soil formed tends to be black or dark gray, as in the case of pillow lava, rock, bright lava bubble that once they come out of a crater, cool down very quickly by contact with this cold seawater and maintain the texture and color of the lava itself. On the other hand, if the magma came out of a crater above the water surface in the aerial environment, the soils and rocks form it take on a reddish color thanks to the oxidation of iron minerals contained within. Santi, Cantina Nicosia's Etna wines are on young volcanic soils. How does the youthfulness of the soil change viticulture and perhaps the wines? 
Oh, yes, the volcanic cone of Montegorna dates back to 396 before Christ and uh, is therefore compared to the southwestern slopes, the youngest area of the Etna volcano. Soil are sandier and the lava layers are younger, rich in silicate and minerals. All winds from uh, this contrada, from uh, these uh, slopes of the Edna, his slopes, are fresher, more agile, more vertical, less full-bodied, uh, less uh, concentrated, and less in the alcohol content. Its young soil is more generous in uh, productivity. So, Yanni, Santorini is yet another variation as we're talking through these variations in volcanics. Please explain the origin and the properties that impact viticulture and therefore the wine that are unique or at least part of Santorini. Uh, thank you, Ron. Well, I need to start with a, a misunderstanding, with a, mis a mistake that it is very often uh, done. You see, we make the mistake that each time that we refer to volcanic soils, we have the impression that all volcanic soils are basalt. And this is such a common mistake that uh, non-specialists tend to believe that those things go always hand-to-hand. -hand. It is not the case. Yes, uh, basaltic soils are quite frequent in volcanic vineyards. Uh, those volcanic uh, soils are really very old and the age is of, an, of a very big importance in this case. Uh, these soils, the basaltic volcanic soils, are described as calcium-rich clay soils. And these soils are very, very old because basalt, as a, as a, as a, as a rock, is a very hard rock that takes very long to weather into soil. And when it does, finally, then it's only then that we can talk about basaltic soils. Now, from what I'm trying to, the point that I'm trying to make is that clay is the key word. And it is so for two reasons. A, clay is always associated to fertility of the soil since, since it, it can hold uh, and release water to the plants. And B, it is because clay produces a friendly habitat for, as we all know, phylloxera bug. Now, as I said, all volcanic soils are not basaltic ones, uh, meaning that they do not always contain clay. And Santorini, coming finally to Santorini, is the perfect example since it is a, a very young, compared to other volcanic soils, a very young soil where basalt is found only as individual projectiles embedded into the, the, this thick, deep layer of volcanic ash, uh, meaning that those volcanic rocks, those basalt rocks, hadn't had yet the time for weathering into clay. So at the end of the day, it is a soil, volcanic ash, that it is absolutely, uh, where clay is, is to zero, absolutely zero clay. Now, this zero clay has very direct impacts in our viticulture. Zero clay translates into zero capacity of the soil to retain water. 
that on its own relates into very, very low yields, thus structured wines. Zero clay also translates indirectly into zero matter of, into zero percent of organic matter. If you don't have uh, humidity in the soil, you will never have organic matter. Now, this lack of organic matter also translates in very low yield uh, of the vineyard. And finally, zero clay finally means that all those uh, all this volcanic soil is totally phylloxera safe, meaning that we have never had a reason to replant our vines, uh, meaning that we grow our vines into a very old age, always on their own uh, root system. Uh, as I said, th- those two reasons, uh, those two factors, the two first factors lead to very low yield. The third factor leads to a very old uh, and mature root system that can grow up to several centuries. And that also has an impact on the profile of the wines and very a very direct link on minerality. Yeah, and just as a clarify, verify this for me, please, Yanis, that um, when you say root systems grow for centuries, um, not I don't think all, the entire audience is going to be connected to the Santorini methodology of new upper growth, but same old root system. Can you quickly explain that uh, so yes. that they know what you mean by that? True. It is a very gusty environment, so we don't have a trailing system. We uh, prune our wine, our vines into forming a, a basket-shaped formation. And when finally this basket-looking formation is in place, then that protects uh, the clusters from both the wind and the sun. Now, every year there's a new rim of wood that has been added, and we can count those rims of wood and actually calculate the age of each vine, at least the age of what we see emerging from the, the from the ground, from the soil. Uh, by counting those rims of wood, we can estimate the age and see a vine that easily goes beyond 60, 80, or 100 years. Now think that all this wood that has been coiled around, if we, would, if we were to stretch it, it would measure more than 200 meters in length. That means that the yield drops even more dramatically when the vines become so old. So what we do, specifically because we have no phylloxera, we simply decapitate the vines at the level of the soil, but we do not replant or graft. We leave this very same root in the soil, and this very same root regenerates a new plant practically after a year or two after having been decapitated. At the end of the day, we can estimate the age of what we see above ground, but we have no clue of the real age of what is in the soil, the root. The root could be easily hovering between four to five centuries in age. And we know that because in each vine, we can do this renewal, if you may, uh, this technique for renewing the vine, as an average five to six times with an average in between of 80 to 100 years. So if you do the, if you do the simple maths, it ends up giving you a number which is like four to five centuries of age of the root system. 
So yes, Ron, these are seriously, seriously old vines. And we can speculate because we cannot have the absolute uh, truth, if you may, the absolute verification. But to this point, we can speculate since the Sandrini vineyard has never ever been replanted since the 15th century BC, we can speculate that this is the, if not the oldest, one of the oldest vineyards of this planet that still produces uh, grapes on very ancient root systems. And that, as I said, has an impact on the minerality. Oh, absolutely. And it's also just a fact that people need to understand about Santorini and why it is a bit of a museum. Um, and that's a very cool thing and we need to protect it like all the great wine regions of the world. But that one has its own unique reason, not just because of the wine, but because of the basically the heritage that's, that's sitting there. Before you go, please check out the show notes where you'll find links to these three wineries and a presentation that accompanies their comments. Until next time. <laughs>